Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alberti. What's up Florida fans? Welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators. I was able to get a much needed break with my family and now we're ready to turn the page into the month of April. Hope that everyone is staying safe out there following the social distancing guidelines and make sure that you all stay home, save college football, and be a hero. On today's show, we'll be joined by Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com to get up to speed on the recruiting front for the Gators. That's the one thing that hasn't slowed down with sports not happening. We'll talk to Joseph about the visits that didn't go down with spring ball not taking place, how that's going to affect things moving forward for the 2021 class, and where the Gators go from here with Zach. Zachary Evans, and Leonard Manuel. Here was my conversation with Joseph this week. We're speaking with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com to discuss Florida football recruiting since they suspended things and no visits obviously have been happening on campus. Joseph will run us down on how things have been going on the trail still, who the coaches have been talking to, and kind of how this is going to affect the class of 2021 and the outlook for the future. Joseph, welcome back into Locked on Gators. How's it going, my friend? Hey, Zach, it's going great. Hope you've been safe. Thanks for having me back on, man. Yeah, no doubt, man. This has uh, obviously been some crazy times and, and not what we were expecting. Right now, we should have been recapping Pro Day and talking about spring practice and all these visits that would have been happening. And instead, there's nothing going on. And really, the only thing that is still alive is recruiting. But first, talk about how things have been on your end and just what it's been like these past few weeks not having anything going on. It was definitely interesting. We weren't able to, obviously, be able to interview Zachary Evans. He was supposed to take an official visit to Florida just over a week ago. So that was one thing that we were focused on, that we weren't able to recap that visit with him, talk about his chances of enrolling at Florida. There were a couple other visitors who were supposed to come down to Gainesville, such as Aaron Armitage, uh, Louise Hansen from up there in the Northeast and just some big-time players who were supposed to visit. So it's very much been interesting for us. But like you mentioned, recruiting never stops. Even in the midst of a pandemic of this nature, there's always some news that are going on. Uh, Coaches are starting to resort to different forms of communication, like Zoom, FaceTime, taking advantage of that technology, and they're keeping up with these prospects. It's just the only real difference now is no visits on campus, Uh, And going into the spring evaluation period, there won't be any off-campus visits, too. So, you know, definitely an interesting adjustment for us, but it's been sort of a wake-up call in terms of being able to get new different types of content out there and try some different things here. You mentioned the visit with Zachary Evans. Leonard Manion was also scheduled to take a trip that weekend. Who were some guys from the class of 2021 that were scheduled to make their way to campus and, and check out Florida during spring ball that now don't get that opportunity? So I mentioned Aaron Armitage. He's a four-star defensive end out of the Northeast. He was supposed to actually take a three-day unofficial visit to Florida from March 17th through the 19th. I actually caught up with his father. He said that visit will still take place in terms of a three-day unofficial, but it may have to be later whenever recruiting visits resume. Uh, Also, five-star defensive tackle Mason Smith, who's from Louisiana. He was set to go to Florida on April 4th. Obviously, that won't be happening. A few other notable names are Cameron Kitchens, 
safety out of South Florida, Desmond Watson, who's made it on campus a couple of times this year. So pretty much a, a lot of big-time kids were slated to get on Florida's campus in the coming weeks. But fortunately for the Gators, they were able to have that massive Junior Day event on March 7th and bring in a ton of prospects. Now, in addition to the visits not happening for spring ball, you also have the spring evaluation period, which is not happening, Joseph. And that's a really important time for college football coaches across the country to kind of evaluate where their board is at for the upcoming class and also for the class a year ahead of time. So how do you think that this really affects the landscape of Florida recruiting with no eval period now? It's definitely unfortunate. Uh, You brought it up about being able to take a look at the 2021 board, the 2022 board as well. On top of that, being able to go to these high school football programs like a Vanguard, like an IMG Academy, like a Palmetto High School, it allows the coaches to formulate a bond with the head coaches at those schools or the assistant coaches and be able to establish that relationship that they hope to continue to develop in the coming years and just being able to go on campus and meet them face-to-face really does serve well in terms of building up that relationship. So that's definitely an unfortunate aspect of it as well. But Florida isn't the only school going through this. Every other program in the nation is being affected by this coronavirus outbreak. So although it's unfortunate for Florida recruiting, it's not like they're necessarily being put behind the eight ball in comparison to other schools out there. So that's one thing I think Florida fans – can maybe take some solace in if you're looking at this big picture-wise. There's a lot of schools, obviously, that this hurts. But if you look at where Florida is at in the class of 2021, and even in 2022 when you consider the relationships that these coaches, because they've been at UF now for multiple years, have probably been able to build, they're going to be able to withstand this. Or where you look at maybe some other schools around the state, some other schools around the SEC, this suspension in recruiting is really going to hurt them. Where you look at Florida, they have one of the top classes in the country, and they should be able to still have one of the best when this is all said and done. Absolutely. They have 14 prospects committed. Before the outbreak happened, they got two tight ends in Nick Elksmith and Gage Wilcox to commit to the program, so they're good on that front. They have their quarterback in Carlos Del Rio. They have a couple of offensive linemen committed as well, an all-purpose back in Brashard Smith and a wide receiver in Trevante Rucker. That's just on the offensive side of the ball. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, obviously they would like to get a few commitments from some defensive tackles, Desmond Watson being one of them, Leonard Taylor being another. And although they weren't able to get commitments from them before the pandemic happened, they're still in a great spot with them, and they still have a great relationship that they're building with those prospects. So although it's definitely an interesting time that Florida fans are going through, Florida recruiting, You mentioned that UF is certainly in a great spot when it comes to where they're at in the 2021 cycle and just also the relationships they've built in the 2022 cycle. You know that I'm all about my fitness and getting a good workout in before I start my day is part of my routine. But for many of us, getting to the gym each morning is a challenge. Introducing Echelon Fit. To get fit in 20 minutes, you don't have to join a gym or pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high quality at-home cycling experience at less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone, busy moms and dads, first responders, and elite athletes, whatever your activity level. And with daily live and on-demand studio classes, 
right in your home. You'll never have to step foot in a gym. You'll love Echelon, but if you aren't 100% satisfied, we'll give you your money back. Join the hundreds of thousands of men and women who are getting fit with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L to learn about their limited time, free Apple iPod, and complete details of this exclusive offer, Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash L-O-N-F-L, echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L. As we speak with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com, also the success that they've had on the field as well has really helped where they're at in recruiting. And you look at some other schools that don't have those results to speak of, like Dan Mullen and his staff, specifically in-state with the Florida State Seminoles and then the Miami Hurricanes, certainly the the tough year that they had uh, under Manny Diaz, and then the coaching changes that they've gone through with that staff. Miami and FSU are really struggling. They needed spring ball. They needed a spring evaluation period to kind of get some momentum going in recruiting. They're not going to get that while Florida just gets to kick its feet back and kind of rest on the laurels. Absolutely. You know, Florida State was supposed to get a few prospects on campus in the coming weeks. Uh, one of them, Jason Marshall. I know Amarius Mims was also looking to take one there as well. So this definitely hurts them. They were supposed to get some big-time prospects on campus, Miami as well. And I had mentioned it before with the junior day that took place on March 7th. Florida's actually sitting in a really good spot. They're the last visit for some of these top kids, if you really think about it, looking at Jason Marshall, who posted on his Instagram that a commitment may be coming soon. If recruiting visits don't resume over the next few weeks and he plans on making the commitment during that time frame, Florida left the last best impression on him because of that visit. So, uh, with guys like Leonard Taylor, Jason Marshall, Corey Collier, Amarius Mims, a bunch of other players as well, Marcus Burke, who continues to have Florida at the top of his leaderboard, that visit that they took to Florida on March 7th is the last one that they'll have for the next few weeks. So definitely a good spot that Florida is in right now. Now, Joseph, have we heard anything yet from the NCAA as far as how the recruiting calendar might be adjusted? how schools might be able to divvy out an extra official visit or maybe have a different period as to when they're going to be able to sign prospects? Could we maybe just see one cycle this time around and not have an early signing day? I mean, how do you see this kind of being affected long-term by the suspension? Personally, I haven't heard anything about it, uh, what the NCAA is doing right now. And honestly, it depends, in my opinion, on when the football season is going to start, if we have one. They're talking about potentially starting the season in January. If if that were to happen, you have to wonder if signing day would get pushed back to maybe April. Would this just be kind of an exception, or maybe would they just switch up the recruiting cycle in general? So let's say they have the national signing day on April or May next year for the 2021 cycle, and they figure, you know what, this is actually a good time for players to do so, and maybe you have the early signing period in December still. There's a lot of unknowns going on right now. I think if you watch the news, if you watch sports channels like ESPN and FS1, there's a lot of uncertainty going on at this point in time. But I definitely can see the recruiting cycle being adjusted, uh, being pushed back even just to accommodate the circumstances that we're in right now. We're speaking with Joseph Hastings from GatorsTerritory.com. Found a couple things. We mentioned the visits with Zachary Evans and Leonard Manuel that did not happen. How do you think that this affects things for them moving forward? We know that Zachary Evans cannot sign a letter of intent 
Leonard Manuel is going to miss the window that he was supposed to sign. Do you think that it hurts for the chances maybe with either one of them that they weren't able to get them on campus, or does it still remain to be seen? I definitely think looking at Zachary Evans, this certainly hurts them. If they're not able to get him on campus over the next few weeks, which looks very uncertain at the moment, I know the NCAA has suspended on-campus recruiting through April 15th. I don't see how that date continues to hold up at the rate we're going at. Assuming that recruiting visits are still suspended throughout the month of April and Evans has to make a decision in the coming weeks, I honestly would lean toward Texas A&M with him. And although he does like Florida, he wants to play Georgia every year. You know, that's something that definitely would be appealing to him. Just not being able to get him on campus at all throughout the duration of his recruitment, I think that certainly hurts them. I know Jervon Dexter has certainly made it a point to continue to contact him and, you know, try to build up that relationship. But there's nothing like being able to experience a campus and see the facilities for yourself and meet the coaches in person and have those conversations. An official visit is so crucial for recruits when it comes to making their decision. I would lean toward Texas A&M if Evans is unable to get uh, on Florida's campus in the coming weeks. And then as far as Leonard Manuel, do you think all the times that he's been to Gainesville, how familiar he is with Florida, that maybe it's just a foregone conclusion now that he ends up at UF as long as the grades check out? I would agree with that. With Leonard Manuel, it's definitely tough to know where he's going at right now. He released a top seven uh, about a year ago, and then he said he had a top two of Florida and LSU, and he recently released a top four a few months ago. So he's someone who's made it a point during his commitment to Florida that he's willing to be open to other programs, but he hasn't been able to get on some of the campuses of the other programs that he's considering I think Florida, the familiarity, like you mentioned, the relationship that he has with the coaches, with the players that are going to be coming into this class, especially Jervon Dexter and Jaquavion Frazier, I think if the grades check out, like you mentioned, Florida would certainly be the school to pick in his recruitment. And then final thing for you, Joseph, obviously the top targets that are remaining for Florida in the 2021 class, you ran down the guys that they already have committed as you look at the positions that still need to be filled, maybe not to, to name names, but as they try to close this class out months and months down the road, who knows what the, the future is going to hold, but what are still the spots left that they need to address in this class? Absolutely, safety is the top, in my opinion. Uh, they don't have a safety committed in this class. We recently saw Kamar Wilcoxon decommit from the class. He was supposed to be a cornerback at the next level with Florida. But just going back over to the safeties uh, aspect of things, you know, that that's definitely a position that they're really hammering down on right now. Corey Collier from Palmetto High School is at the top of their wish list. Cameron Kitchens, I mentioned him before. He's another player that they're certainly looking at. And uh, Mari Harvey, uh, Terion Arnold, those two from Tallahassee. So they definitely have a lot of prospects on their radar that they're probably looking to take uh, two or three in this class, but with them having no safeties committed uh, right now, I would say that that's the primary position that they're focusing on. And also defensive tackle, I know they have Christopher Thomas committed right now, but they're looking to load up in the interior of the defensive line. I had mentioned before Leonard Taylor, Desmond Watson, potentially Bryce Langston. He could be someone who slides in the interior. You know, that's definitely a, a big emphasis for them in this class. And then also looking at the defensive end with Tamise Adelaide, uh, from IMG Academy. He's one of their top prospects overall, regardless of position. And then also I would throw this out here, offensive line. You know, they have two prospects committed. 
and George Washington and then Javante Gardner, but Micah Morris and Amarius Mims from Georgia remain two of their top offensive line targets in this class. But they're looking to get those two down for official visits down the line when visits resume. So keep an eye out for the offensive line. Those, that's a very important position for Florida. Well, good stuff, as always, from Joseph Hastings. And we don't have any sports right now, but recruiting will continue. And you guys can stay locked on all of his updates at GatorsTerritory.com. Joseph, thanks for joining us once again, my man. Zach, thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate Joseph for joining us on today's show, and that will do it for the latest edition of Locked on Gators. On the next episode, we'll recap where things are at with the Florida baseball team. You're listening to Locked on Gators, your team every day.